Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time is in your place right now. So I don't want to make this podcast too long today. Um, I just want to address, and probably for the first time of a very long series of time, because I think that this needs to be break down deeply, profoundly. Um, a topic that I'm exploring in my life, in my healing journey, I'm exploring really, really deeply. And uh, this topic is on the connection between trauma and sex. I don't know how many of you know that sex and sexuality is the place where the trauma shows up. It's the most common and easiest place to observe when you want to understand more of your trauma, of your trauma history, of what happened to you, of your unconscious body reactions, of your body stress response, of your trauma stress response, trauma response to life situations. So it's something that I I really had to, you know, focus, find my way to focus on because so it's not that simple to find people talking to you what sexuality really doesn't mean. There, there are not that many people telling you to observe your turn on, your body symptoms, uh, your physical attraction to somebody else. There, there are not that many people that fucking help you to do that. So many people think that everything that they do is right and correct. That just because the body is so attracted by somebody else, I got to follow my intuition. My body is telling me, yes, I'm turned on, which means that my body feels attracted by that guy or that girl. And it means that if, the com- if it comes from the body, it means that it's right. Or maybe some people, they don't even go there. They don't even have the clue to make this connection between body and sexuality, body and sexuality, subconscious and sexuality. So let me tell you something. There are two things. There are the main, in my opinion, and in my personal experience, are the main witness of your trauma. And one is the relationship you have with money. All of your trauma shows up in your relationship with money. If you struggle with money, if you struggle to receive money, if you struggle to price, if you struggle to do the work you love and be paid for that. This has a lot to do with your original trauma, okay? And on the other side, we have sexuality, we have sex. Let me talk about sex more than sexuality. Like I'm speaking exactly about who you are attracted to, when your body turns on, when your body gets really horny, when you have the best crazy sex. Observe that. Because it does not necessarily mean 
that this is healthy. It does not necessarily mean that you are making conscious sex, conscious sex. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Conscious sex, consensual sex. When we are not aware of our trauma, when we are not aware of our history, what happens is that the body reacts in an unconscious and automatic program that is nothing else but a body response to what we have already internalized in our childhood. So if we have internalized in terms of emotions, trauma dynamics like I'm attracted always by the guy who is selfish, uh, who is violent, who is disruptive in the sex relationship. I love to be in the position of the sub submittant, um, which is totally fine when you do it consciously. It's not, there's nothing wrong in that. Um, I, I find, I, I used to find myself so many times always in those sexual relationships where I am the pleaser to somebody else. And I love to be in the position of being dominated by somebody else in a way that is not necessarily healthy. Okay. And what I'm recreating and what turns me on is this dynamic of sub submission that comes from a deep down inside belief that I have internalized in my childhood because of the relationship with my parents that I deserved, I really deserve to be in the weak position, right? In the abusive position, dominated by somebody else, not in my empowerment, not in my expression, but in the silent, dominated side. Because there is a deep down belief inside of me that that's what I deserve, that I'm not worthy than anything else and I have to please other people and I always have to be in dependent kind of relationships. That's my pattern and it comes from the relationship with my mom. Um, I usually, I gotta, I gotta say something more about my case since I'm sharing. Usually what happens to me is that I do feel really turned on by men who initially are so sweet and kind and super, you know, it's called love bombing, you know. When there is a love bombing situation, somebody's gonna really love you deeply from a physical affection, from a psychological affection. They create psychological affection. They create physical affection. They create this safe, this fake safe place of dependency when you really feel fluttered and loved. And then all of a sudden they reject you. They push you away. They treat you like garbage. They insult you. They are abusive verbally, physically, and psychologically. So my mom was not abusive physically with me, but she was 
unconsciously clearly and she did used to be in this situation even in her i mean it's something that she experienced first so it's just the trauma keeps repeated the trauma goes down generation to generation my mom learned this dynamic and so she repeated it and i was learning the same dynamic and i was about to repeat it but i decided that this has to stop because i don't want to repeat the trauma i want to heal it for as much i can do it so this dynamic of love bombing and then uh you know um abuse whatever kind of abuse we're talking about when we talk about abuse we can still only talk of verbal abuse we can talk about somebody who is as i used to be always reproached punished um i was always responsible for somebody else's shit i always felt i was responsible and guilt for something that was the dynamic and my mom used to vert on me a lot of her frustration a lot of her nervousness a lot of her confusion she didn't do it on purpose she didn't do it because she's a bad person she didn't do it because she uh was an asshole she did a lot of great things for me but that was her dynamic that was her pattern and when i was a child moving constantly from this sensation of being loved and receiving promises of love and receiving cuddles and then all of a sudden punished reproached uh blamed blaming was a big one for me this dynamic went so fast for me one moment i was safe the moment next i was not safe i wasn't safe i was safe that was the dynamic it really depended by my mom's mood my mom's um wherever that was you know however my mom felt i had to kind of pay the price of that there was no balance there was no respect for the individual child and space and emotions it was a constant back and forth back and forth that created a lot of insecurity within myself a lot of unsafeness within my body i never knew what i could expected from her i wanted love but then i may i may received uh, abuse verbal abuse uh, arrogance nervousness reproached punishment and blame so my inner child was really really scared at one point and my inner child was in love with my mom because that's what we do we fall in love with our parents we love them and the the significance of all of this was love for me is this confusional chaos and abuse and safety and safety and abuse and back and forth and love bombing and exploding like an exploded bubble of love to move then to a crazy not justified punishment my mom my mom could really not talking to me for some time when she was nervous when she was not okay uh in addition to that the relationship with my father was really about fake love you know it was never there but he pretended to be a lovely parent 
uh, it was always like, oh, your father, you know, brings the money home. Your father does a lot of sacrifices for you. But the reality of things that my father really loved freedom and really loved this dynamic. And he didn't ever show me. Still doesn't many times. So there was this lie about the figure of my father, but my inner inner girl, my inner child perceived everything the body knows, the body scans, the body internalized when we are a child. And it's been internalized this sense of rejection because my father was rejecting me constantly because he had to do so many millions other things more important than me. And even when he was there with me, he never wanted to know who I was. He never wanted to know uh, what I was thinking, what I was feeling. He never wanted to know about my relationship with my mom. He never made interventions to protect me from the abusive mechanism of my mom. He never did that. He was not a witness who created safety. And that's when shame comes. Shame comes when in front of abuse or, or if you're experiencing an abusive situation or something that is not right and is not correct. If there is somebody looking and witnessing that, if they stay silent, if they don't acknowledge your trauma, ex your traumatic experience, your abusive experience, if nobody stands up saying, hey, that's not correct, stop it. If nobody stands up and asks you how the fuck you feel because this is not correct and this is not right. What happens in the child is thinking that they are wrong, that the child is doing something wrong and, that's, and that the parents are doing everything correctly. And so the shame comes in the body and shame increases with all the beliefs of uh, I'm not good enough because I'm not doing great stuff and my parents hate me and my mom reproach me and blame me and she's right, I'm the wrong one. And my father doesn't see me and reject me all of the time. So there must be something wrong with me. That's my experience. For years and years and years, I thought that I was the wrong one. But I was not the wrong one. I was not. And again, this is not either fault of my parents because they didn't know it either. They was just running a program. They, they were just repeating a trauma that ha they had learned from somebody before them. Trauma is generational. Trauma is inherited down from generation to generation to generation. I'm not surprised if you do are um, repeating stuff that your grandmother, your grand-grandmother had and nobody healed it and nobody stopped it. So how to understand those family dynamics? How to understand what the fuck is going on to your body unconscious reaction? Look at your sex life. Look at the people you are attracted by. Look what makes you turn on in a way that it's crazy. You know, think about the biggest sexual experience you had 
where you were like the best sex of your life is usually unhealthy because it's usually not conscious because it's usually just and only an, an attempt to rewrite their relationship with one of your parents. It's been so much internalized, that pattern from your childhood, that it's in your organs, it's in your heart, it's in your belly, it's in your pussy, and you're in your pennies, it's in, in everything that moves in the body. Emotions that we feel are the result of what we have internalized based on our experiences. And if we have strong traumatic experiences that, has been re- that have been repeated for a long time, years after years after years after years, and nobody has witnessed them and nobody has stopped them, that's when the trauma is in your body, implemented, difficult and very, very hard to fucking stop. And I've been working so hard in my sexual healing and I still, and I still after years now, and I still bumped into the same situations sometimes. I can still lose my mind for people and have the best sex, clearly, with people who are my mom. <laughs> like I, uh, They do the same things my mom used to do with, my, with me when I was a child. The love bombing, and then the, the rejection, the pushing away, the disgust, the violence, the abuse. That's the, that's the dynamic for me. And so when this happened, I got to stop. I really got to stop and think. I got to question. I got to observe. I got to forgive myself. And I got to find the courage to say, this is not healthy. This is not love. This is just an amazing sex based on my trauma matching with another person's trauma because clearly I am the match for that kind of people. So they are attracted to me as well. But that's not conscious sex. That's not love. Uh, that's not um, conscious sexuality in terms like conscious sex in terms like you can totally have fun. I mean, we don't want to be more moralist here. We don't want to be moralist. We don't want to say, oh, you're going to have monogamous. We, you don't have to have violent sex. It's okay, violent sex. You want to do it violently? Great. Do it consciously. Don't repeat the trauma in bed. Don't bring your trauma under the sheets, please. It's dangerous. It's, it's so dangerous. You know why? Because sex, it's a, such an incredible experience in terms of energy. Sex is the biggest experience in terms of energy. Like it's, it gets into your body. You are re-traumatizing yourself it, it, using one of the most potent instruments that you have, which is body, emotion, and energy all together. It's not just receiving, you know... It's not just re-traumatizing yourself through, um, you know, mental abuse or verbal abuse or one of those options. It's having all of them together. It's just like jumping into the hell because then 
that sensations and that emotions and that trauma that you are relieving, it's in your body, it's in your organs, it's internally in your organs. I mean, I talk for me because I'm a woman. And so when I have sex, I have somebody else's panties inside of me. So that's internal, basically, right? So inside of my organs, I bring this, this energy. I bring this, like I relieve the trauma. And it can be so strong. It can be so powerful. It can be so beautiful too, because it's beautiful. It's intense. It's sexy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But don't trust that level of craziness. You can be crazy when there's consciousness, when there are boundaries, when there is consent, when when you live experiences that are just a crazy rush where you cannot control your body and you cannot control your mind and you cannot control your sex, your sexual instincts. This is not necessarily consent of the body. This is a trauma response, guys. This is exactly the example of having a trauma response. You are not conscious. You are not necessarily giving consent, but it's just the body rushing into something that it's too attractive because like that trauma, it's just so familiar. It's just so good. It's not freedom. It's just bringing yourself and putting yourself into a prison and say, okay, I love this prison because I've been in this prison for so long and I was missing it. Yes, please, Bereini, please neglect me. Please reject me. Please use me. Please abuse me. It's all about that. If that is where you come from, if that is where you have experienced in your childhood, Either you are aware or not aware of it. Because, come on, my parents were amazing. (laughs) You know, I didn't have, like, apparently parents who were not amazing. But they were not in the meantime. As much as so many others, you know. This is not about blaming parents. This is about understanding what happened to your body. This is about understanding what trauma you have experienced. This is about understanding that when you experience a trauma and you repeat the trauma for so long all over again, now is internalized in your body and you need to do something to heal because if you don't, the trauma will repeat it all over and again, all over and again, all over and again because it's unconscious, because it's internalized, because it's inside of you. And so many of us, we struggle with that. And so many of us, men and women, we do have uh, sex unhealthy sex we have toxic sex we have a, a sex that we that it's nothing but a trauma repetition that we don't know how to stop but so many times we feel so ugly and so terrible afterwards not necessarily after sex but maybe when we realize that we are again in a situation that it's unhealthy It's again the same situation all over again. It's the same guy. It's the same girl. It's the same pattern. It's the same emotion. Are the same emotions. It's the same way of feeling like shit. And it's so hard to get off those situations because they take your brain. They take your heart. They take your energy. They take your um, genitals. They take everything that is involved. And we need to understand the power of this. 
This is powerful. This is extremely powerful, guys. So, I just need to really to, to say this out loud. Um, there are ways to heal sexual trauma. There are ways, first and foremost, to recognize your trauma in your sexual life. This is going to help you to understand if you are dating the right person for you. Not all of the body reactions are intuition. Most of our body reactions, when we are not aware of what we do, when we are disconnected from our intuition exactly, are just and only a repetition of what we know, of what we have learned from somebody else like our parents or grandparents and there is trauma in that. It's a traumatic response that we do activate automatically with no questions, with no awareness, okay? So my suggestion for today just to introduce this topic is start taking your time to recognize what turns you on who turns you on what kind of dynamic turns you on and when you observe that dynamic i want you to really be honest with yourself is this the repetition of the relationship with your mom that you experienced in childhood what are the main characteristics of this turn on and another huge red flag if sex is crazy, is rushed, is incredibly difficult to, you know, manage and control and stop. And, you know, it's all over the place. But it's kind of abusive. It's kind of unhealthy. It's kind of toxic. It's kind of dependency, creates dependence. It's kind of traumatized. Yeah. It's kind of... Um, yeah, because usually even if the body has those incredible, you know, instincts, the uncontrollable instincts, afterwards, afterwards, you feel that there is something wrong in your body when those things happen. You don't feel great. And maybe it's not right the way next, but maybe it's after one day or two days, you know that something is not right. It's not quite right. And you know that there was just a, an incredible, you know, sexual attraction. You don't know how to explain it. But I am going to explain you what that is. That's you trying to have a relationship with your mom and your dad. <laughs> and so you bring your mother and your father in bed. And if there is something that I've learned from those years of sexual healing, is that my inner child is not allowed to come with me in bed when I have sex with somebody. That's my adult. That's not my inner child. So my inner child trauma, my inner child ego has to stay out of the door because this is not about my inner child. This is about my adult conscious choice and life. And it's my duty and it's my responsibility to recognize my body symptoms and where my trauma is stored in the body because everybody has trauma 
And that's an unpopular truth that you need to hear, to hear and you need to understand. You maybe don't have the level of trauma that I have because my level of trauma is very high and I have to unfortunately recognize it and I got to work through it because it makes me do a lot of shit around so many times. But you do have trauma too. You do have patterns too. You have internalized patterns and models repeating all over again. You too have something in relationship with your mom or your dad that you want to fix, that you want to rewrite, that you want to change. And that's why you choose your partner. And that's why you be turned on by that situation. And, and, and in sexuality is like pff, explosion of trauma every fucking word. Hope that this can bring some awareness, guys, because this is something I'm going to battle for my life for. It's just so hard for me because, you know, sexual attraction, it's hard to stop. It's not something that you click the button and say, okay, stop being turned on by that situation. Stop being turned on by that person. It requires so much of intention and so much of consciousness and such a strength that makes you say no. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to have sex with him. I'm going to say no now. I'm going to protect myself before it's too late. And if if it's going to happen again, oh my God, a lot of work to do then, a lot of cleansing, a lot of emotional cleansing because like energy stays in the body. Trauma comes back in the body. Then you have to cleanse it. So it takes some time. It takes some work. And your body will want more of that. No matter if your mind is conscious enough about what that is really about, you know, knowing that that is a trauma response, knowing that that sexual uh, intercourse and that sexual attraction and that relationship is just a trauma response. It's all based on your own trauma and his or hers own trauma. So you got to have that strength, that capacity is strong enough to say no. That I need to protect myself. And meanwhile, you are turned on. And meanwhile, you want to have sex with them. And meanwhile, your body is giving you thousands of millions of symptoms and reactions in, in, in the direction of, I want them, you know, I will pay to have one hour of sex with them. But you don't. But you can't. Because you love yourself more. Because you are stronger than your, than your trauma. You are stronger than your unconscious. You are able to make your unconscious conscious. You're able to make your unconscious conscious. That's what we're here for. We are here to heal. So that we can thrive and that we can make our life better. We can find the partners that we deserve. Which doesn't mean that our sex has to be boring. But doesn't have to be a trauma response. It can be... It's exquisite. It can be based on love, passion, violence, if you want, if you like it. But that has to be an adult sexuality. It has to be an conscious choice that you make for your well-being. I'm going to leave you with that. If you have any questions about this topic, because it's a big topic, and I, I do, I'm aware of that, please reach me out send me an email um you know my my email is like uh, uh info dot uh, marite salatiello.com 
um, or you can, yeah, you can find me there. You can share your experience. You can, you can ask me questions. Um, yes, please. If you like this podcast, like just uh, uh, follow me, rate it. Um, you know, give me a star. Do anything to to support me in this new journey of podcasting my craziness and experiences with you. I see you. I love you. And I see you soon. All right.